listening to One Dope Goddess Books and Coffee Podcast. Today is July 28th, 2023, 10, 10 a.m. Yes, I am a month behind because life was just life into me, you know. In this 3D realm, there's a lot of mommy has to do. The kids, you know, the boys, summer break, now in camp. Well, at least one of them is in camp. The other one, you know, he's 13 now, so I gave him a little freedom this this summer. And now I'm back, back on schedule. So did you miss me? <laughs> the coffee I'm drinking is Roasted Nestel. It's one of my favorites too. So we're going to tap in because the book I'm reading, Real Alchemy, A Prima of Practical Alchemy, author Robert Allen Bartel. Let's tap in. I'm going to read The Real Alchemy. Now I will teach and describe the secret of the arts which is a secret at the heart of all secrets, hidden in the art of alchemy. Since one will be here, understand the wonderful works that God has accomplished in all things he has made out of our four elements. For I shall here teach you to know the spirits of herbs, trees, and all growing things, how to separate them from their bodies, and also how to purify the four elements and restore them to their first beginning and their first perfect power. That is, that is when the elements are purified, how they can be put together again and make a perfect and fixed body of them, which is them glorified and have a malicious effect. Isaac Holland, Opera of the Vichitious. So let's tap in. Introduction. Practical alchemy. When we mention the word alchemy, most people think... That means a now discredited method of turning lead into gold. Then we have the psychologist after Junk who teaches alchemy with its fantastic imagery is only a metaphor that is to say that alchemy is an adoric describing the process of psychological reestorization. Many many believe this is a new and correct interpretation of the alchemist's riddle. It's all psychologists. Yet, if we look into the uh, to the lives of the alchemists themselves, we find that they're indeed involved in laboratory work that appears to be similar to what we call chemistry today. Alchemy has been described by many of the ancient masters of the sort of celestial agriculture. I like that definition. It is amazing that alchemy, once called the divine art or the sacred science, has fallen into such absurdity that is now only remembered as the primitive beginnings of modern chemistry. And yet, alchemy lies in the root of every Western historic tradition as well as many of the arts of sciences, including medicine and pharmacy. Alchemy has been called the mother of science and wisdom. It is a nutshell of alchemy is an ancient art and science concerning the mysteries of life, of consciousness, and its evolution. Currently, there are many people who latch on the word alchemy and attach it to many number of new age transformative tools, such as alchemical messages, as alchemical hypotherapy, because alchemy is associated with the transmission and transformation of something of little worth into something of great value. In the following pages, we're going to explore alchemy, the real alchemy. This means that we will exploitation practical laboratory alchemy we will include the, here the history theory and simple practices that everyone 
can use to prepare herb, herbal and min, mineral extracts and the ancient tradition. Who am I? And where is this information coming from? I've been exploring alchemy since I was about 12 years old. I have been a laboratory of my own in one form of another since even before then. In 1974, I began an extensive study of alchemy and the Processus Research Society, PRS, later called Processus College and located in Salt Lake City, Utah. The classes were taught by Dr. Albert Raleigh who preferred to be known as Factor Abushis. Factor Abushis was one of the most well-known practical alchemists of the 20th century. He has also taught classes in Germany, Switzerland, New Zealand, and Australia. The classes took place in a small campus composed of a dormitory, a lecture hall, and a laboratory. Class size was limited to 12 students and contact with the outside world was not encouraged. No radios, TV, phones, or newspapers, so the students could finally immerse himself in the teachings. It was a mystery school. The classes ran Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with homework and lab work that ran continuously for the next two weeks each year, seven months, over seven years. At each of the two classes, the students were given work to accomplish in preparation for the next year's class. By 1976, I decided to return to a university where I could finish my degree in chemistry in hopes of one day working at the Perlar, the, chemi- the commercial offshoot of the PRS that would be opening soon. Perlar offered a line of herbal and mineral preparations formulated among amical principles for research and alternative healthcare practices. After graduation in 1979, I was appointed chief chemist at the Pearl Lab and remained in the position until its closure in late 1983. Fatal Abishas passed away in 1984. I have been profound, I have been professionally commissioned since the time and have worked on my own projects throughout the years. Being employed as a research and analytical commissioner has allowed me to collect state-of-the-art ethical data, so many products and from alchemical ex- experience and so begin to answer some of the questions modern science would ask concerning these materials. Factor Abrutus had simple definition of the alchemy is about. He said the alchemy was about evolution and raising the vibratory vibrational rate to ed- to understand collectively re- requires some understanding of natural laws and some in- introduction to mystical occult philosophy. The information begin taught here is the ages wisdom handed down to centuries by oral tradition later in a necessary obscure language and symbolism. It is called the Hermetic philosophy after its legendary founder Hermes Trismegistus, the great name for the Egyptian god Thoth, god of wisdom and inventor of all science and magic. The ancient times often referred to themselves as the sons of Hermes of this all the sons of wisdom. The earliest descriptions of alchemy link is to transformation in matter throughout the influences of light or spirit or fire is the metaphorosis of matter australiated by spirit. It is generally agreed that ancient Egypt is the birthplace of alchemy. It is known in the Western world and is there that we begin to exploration. Yes, it is. So I'm going to read a little bit of chapter one and then we're going to talk briefly about alchemy. Chapter 1. 
A Brief History of Alchemy The origins of alchemy are lost in history and theories abound as where it might have originated. God taught it to Adam and later to Moses. Fallen angels taught it to human women in exchange for sex. It is the remnant of lost Atlantean technology. Extraterrestrials taught it to our ancestors. Wherever it is, true original is recorded history documents an historic tradition that has existed for several thousand years. Mystery and magic permitted all the ancient um, Egypt from the beginning to the end. Egypt has been called a theoretic state ruled by a very powerful priesthood. The priesthood was divided into various castes, each with specific duties, such as scribes and astronomers. A special interest of, to us ate the priests who worked with materials in ways we might describe today as chemistry. These priests often worked under the oath of um, security regarding their art, developed skills, and militarily. Somatics, medicine, and mummification, and winemaking, to name just a few. The study of the opposite forces of work at the universe was the premier goal of the priesthood. They call these forces of Nidru from the we've obtained our word nature. The Nidru was the forces of nature. From small amount of writings which remain to us, it is apparent that these priests were skilled healers who possesses a material science much as which is still a mystery to us. There were also two parts of these scientists. One was mental and spiritual, and the other one was physical. For example, the preparation of the medicine included the processing of material accompanied by certain words, spells, indications, or rituals, and is prescribing the patient was given to medicine with instructions to repeat a spell or prayer. The proper timing of these things were equally important. In the Egyptian mysteries, man was composed of various spiritual and mental components, as well as a physical component and each of his proper medicine. These secret scientists advance over time and takes of wondrous healing oils, life-giving portions, and limitations of gold. Precious stones have survived even to our day. When the ancient tomb robbers with plunder of Pharaoh's tomb, these precious oils were one of the first things to be stolen. They were considered to be the precious as gold and easy to carry and sell. Stolen gold and was heavy had to be melted down before you can sell it. When Alexander the Great arrived in Egypt around 300 BCE, he fell in love with the whole culture, and the Egyptians welcomed him with open arms. This began the so-called Greo-Egyptian or Pomatomic period of Egyptian history. The Greeks called Egypt Kim or Kemet. This literally meant the black land and is referred to as a thick layer of dark fennel soil deposited by the annual flooding of the Nile. Knowledge of Egypt secret sciences made its way into the Greece where it's called Kemetia, the black art and the spawn of a long line of Greek alchemists. In Egypt, Alexander intimidated sweeping companion of constructions and restorations including the city called after him. Alexandria. The Great Library of Alexandria is legendary. It has been estimated that these libraries contain nearly a million volumes of collective writings of the known world. Scholars from everywhere flooded that to Alexandria and became 
and melting pot of ideas and philosophies. It is here that the Hemic philosophy and alchemy concealed as a path to spiritual attainment, and the secrets were also revealed to intimidate under or off of science. By around 30 BCE, the Roman legends have swept the world, and the last of the Egyptian partillas have fallen to the Roman rule. During the, the insurgent, a very large part of the great laboratory was destroyed by fire. Internally, Rome was tolerated of ancient of Egyptian ways. In fact, the worship of Isis spread well into the Roman world, with temples in Rome itself. As the early Roman empires become converted to Christianity, this level of tolerance dropped off. In 290 CE, the Empire of Duclesine featured that the influence of intimidation gold produced by the Egyptian art could describe the Roman economy, fearing also that it would allow someone to gather enough wealth to form an army which can move against Rome, Darcyllian passed an edict calling it for the destruction of all texts and materials dealing with the manufacture of gold and precious stones. This was order was carried out with the great severity. Great masses of information were indescribably destroyed, Mm-mm-mm. as well as the remain of the great library. In 325 CE, Roman officially became Christian, and in 391, the Emperor Decimus made heresy punishable by death in order to destruction of the pagan temples. In the Rome world, which at, at the time covered quite a large area, you were either a Christian or you were isolated or killed. Mm-mm-mm. Most of these practicing in Hemic philosophy fell to the country and migrated east to Arab lands, not accompanied by Rome. The early position couplets were much more hospitable to the alchemists, and the center of the art suffered shifted there. Although a much more guarded capacity, it was here that the Arabic preferred AI was added to the Greek chemistry to give us an alchemistry later to become alchemy. Scientific pursuits in early Christian Rome became dominant for centuries. With all fall of the Roman Empire, the civilization world was thrown into chaos. Thus became the Dark Ages. So, it goes on and on it's more of the history about the first law of hymnomics, or is one from all, and so on, so on, so on. It also has in the book details of from fixed air, water, you know, the elements, salt, mercury, and cipher, and you know, it just goes on and on and on. I love this book, and I'm, I'm basically not really finished it neither, but. I will finish through it because I consider myself as an alchemist. So reading this book was an eye catcher. And I know, again, I'm so late on my podcast. I usually have my podcast on the 10th of the month, but this late because of school and summer camp and everything, you know, being caught up in the mommy vortex, I was late. But next month, I will have it early, August 10th, even though I still don't know what book I'm reading for next month. I think I might have it a clue. I don't even have to buy no more books because I have so many books home. I just need to just go into my little library and see what's the next book. But thank you for listening and also, you know what? I had this book for so long, I don't even know where I got this for. <laughs> I believe I ordered from Amazon. So, check Amazon. It's called The Real Alchemy. Even if I didn't buy it from Amazon, you can buy it from Amazon or Barnes and Noble or whatever. But thank you for listening. 
wind up God is 